0: Welcome to the Basically Famous Podcast, where we're taking our notoriety to the mic and no topic is off limits.
1: I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Spencer. Each week, we talk about life's bullshit, our hot cakes, and make one of you basically famous, too.
0: Hey, everybody. No, wait. Start over. Actually, don't start over. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> we... <laughs> We have just spent, what, two hours, three hours, two hours, two and a half hours? A long-ass time. Uh, a hours. Long time. Um we I took Spencer to church. Yeah. Um, we dug in there. I made her listen to a song while she smoked her cigarette. <laughs> I sipped a little champagne, a little mimosa. Spencer downed her entire Starbucks. Yeah. Fisher's interrupted us approximately 86 times. And that has brought so, us to where we're at right now all is right and normal all is right in the world we cried we laughed we yeah. reminisced we looked at photos of, on my phone for a little self um glorification I don't really know the word we went down memory lane we but we did that because it was going to tie into the episode and our conversation I have just led us there which is kind of crazy it is and um we did a little reminiscent so but before we be get going, into it yeah what uh-oh. The
1: reason I was late, Oh God! I have to vent about something okay. and it's totally off topic from it's anything fine. else that we're um, going to talk about.
0: Well, hold on. Before you get into it, I told Spencer, we had a short little window. Mike was on a fishing tournament and I told her if you could be here by two. Wait, did we say one or two? I don't even know at this point. Two, one. And then I said, what time are you actually going to be here? And you're like, I think you
1: got, yeah, you texted me around one and said like that you were on your way home.
0: Okay. So then it was two, but then I checked this bitch's location and she was at the Starbucks. When I checked it, I was gonna screenshot it and blast you on stories. I was like, "Let me not." I, I did say but I
1: needed caffeine.
0: You did, but then you texted me and said, "I'll tell you about it." So now that's brought us here.
1: That's brought us here. Oh, by the way, this mm. is basically famous. Thanks oh, for welcome listening. to the
0: second, <laughs> the second episode of Basically Famous. Um, if you're here, if you're new here, you won't regret it.
1: If you're old here, you might regret it, but you still love us, so you're staying. You're staying put. No regrets. No regrets. Okay. And I'm only saying this. And listen. I think the only person in my family, Robbie's family, that might listen to this podcast is Lauren. So, Lauren, if you listen to this. Oh, boy. It's not personal.
0: Oh, boy. We're about to get in some some family drama?
1: A little bit. So, Robbie's Robbie's family is the whole reason that we moved to North Carolina. Right. We love his family so much. If I
0: know what this is about, I'm going to die because I think I know.
1: I don't know if you do. Okay. Let's get into it. If I'll stop interrupting. We love his family. Okay. So, so much. We've always had a great relationship with them. Uh, his cousins were involved in my wedding. I was involved in their wedding. Like, mm-hmm. we we love each other. Yeah. you're Close. However, since we have moved here, mm-hmm. it's like we're forgotten about. Like, mm. they forget that we live here. And so... Which is rude because you're vi- basically famous hello. So invites to things are like an afterthought. Did you not get invited to the dog birthday party? Literally this, this is See, about the I dog told birthday you. party. I knew I already knew. Debbie told you about the dog birthday party. Okay.
0: <laughs> my, yes, okay. My microphone's going to die. Yeah. So um, when I did her hair the other day, she was telling me this weekend she had to do the dog birthday party, but I didn't know y'all weren't invited obviously. But when you started this, I was like, uh, oh, is that going to be yeah you didn't get invited
1: i gotta tell you it's a sweet know-
0: 16 that's really bad you were like d-list fam <laughs> so
1: is it her 16th no i think it's yes her 15th
0: no the dog was turning 16
1: she's only one year older than eli was i'm
0: just telling you what debbie told me because i was like oh sweet 16 like we made jokes about it in the chair oh
1: debbie doesn't know oh, <laughs> pretty, debbie doesn't know I, i'm pretty sure she's 15 listen and we love this dog and like we are the we are a family that celebrates our dogs like their children. Okay, absolutely. So if you're one of those people that dog moms aren't real moms, fuck off. Okay? I had a whole
0: ass baby shower for lipstick. Swear to God,
1: yeah. Like, I, I no shit, they're not real children. Oh, but like, you know, we celebrate we celebrate them. Maggie with their listens our own kids. better
0: than Fisher does. <laughs> and if you ask me today, who my favorite child is, it's Maggie. So
1: right, and Lauren yeah. is with child, but she is a dog mom for now. So okay. We have birthday parties for our dogs. So that was happening. And this is not, uh, this is not like to her specifically because there have been so many things things. and events over the last few years that like we find out like very close to the time. Showers, parties, it's like everything's an afterthought. They know that Saturdays are out for me. I can't do Saturdays. So if you are having an event... That is a family oriented event and I need to be included or invited or you're going to choose to invite me or include me. You have to let me know so I can make arrangements for my schedule and be there. That doesn't happen. So it'll be like, hey, four days prior, we're having a birthday party, blah, blah, blah day. Blah, 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 time. I'm like, cool. Won't be there because I have plans or I have to work or whatever. That's fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. And it can only happen so many times before I start to feel like it's really intentional and not an oversight. Girl, hello. You are preaching to the choir. Right. So a few days ago, Robbie says, apparently, uh, Lauren is having a birthday party for the dog on um, sunday i Wait, said Great.
0: lauren is having this yes and she listens to this maybe is that the girl that i did her hair that one time the runner she
1: yeah. runs mm-hmm. and she's to listening to this well, I'm about to send them a text anyway. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm a little more heated okay. here than I planned to be in the text. I'm just... Got it. I'm Let's banking, go. All I'm right. banking on the fact that she doesn't listen to this. Okay. But that's why I said, All you know, right. ahead of time. Listen, I I'm not that. trying to ruffle feathers, no, 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 but I, I feel it. how I feel, and I'm really irritated. No,
0: I... Go. Off. this. So,
1: anyways, Robbie then... Te- I said, text your mom and find out, like, what time. Like, I have things to do. It's Sunday today. We're recording. Like, mm-hmm. it's my one day off that I had this week. So then Robbie texts me back and says, well, my mom says she doesn't know if anybody's invited. So I'm not going to text Lauren. I was like, okay, weird. Tell me why I get a text today at one 30 mm-hmm. saying birthday party at his aunt's house at five 30. Mm-hmm. I said, sorry, can't I have plans like fuck off all the way. If you, You want me to be, I love these people, but like, I'm tired of feeling like my presence doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I would rather not be invited at all than have like a pity invite after the fact. And it's like, I don't, as I said, I don't know if it's intentional or I don't know if it's just an oversight, but it's all the time. When we moved here, we Mm -hmm. thought we were going to be so much closer Mm -hmm. to them because Anytime we came to visit, it Y'all was did so, much. We had so much fun. And yeah. we did all this stuff together. And literally from we've been here six years
0: mm-hmm.
1: from the moment we moved here. It was like, what, what relationship? And that's really frustrating when yeah. we, we picked up our whole lives to move closer. And to be closer to family. That's very frustrating. Correct. And
0: also like speaking from experience, um, being left out of family stuff like sucks, you know, like I'm very close with my family because it's very small and especially like losing my dad. Like it's very small, but I know through other people without putting too much out there, like it hurts people's feelings when you're not invited and it makes you as a, as a family member, as a person, as a friend or whatever it makes you question like what you did or like why someone's doing that. If, if you go out of your way to extend invites, right. Yeah. Which I would imagine y'all do.
1: Um, well, we don't anymore. Honestly, we stopped, we stopped inviting them to things that we do. It's not
0: reciprocated. What's the point? I mean, I know that's not always, you know, two wrongs. Don't make it right. I'm like literally hearing my mom say that right now, but like, if you're going on and what we talked about yeah. last week, it's kind of like a friendship, right? You're pouring all this in, but no one's giving it back. Eventually, you're gonna get to the point, friends or family. I don't care who you are. If I'm asking you, and and you always right. put me last fiddle, second fiddle, and it's m- not
1: like us. Not Robbie always. If like Super Bowl parties, he do, always does a WrestleMania party. He always invites everybody. Yeah, but like Super Bowl, nobody came. And that's like very unusual used to people would at least do like a courtesy show up for a little while and mm-hmm. then leave
0: y'all had a Super Bowl party
1: his our friends did our oh, softball I was like did. we didn't get mine to yours so I'm feeling I'm feeling okay. Time. well one don't you always do Super Bowl with Mike's friends no I, I like not always to do a... we
0: we did it with our neighbors last year we have done it with friends oh. when you, you did ask us a couple times but this year we actually didn't have any plans I mean, wow
1: she's trying to blow, well, put I'm me trying, on the spot
0: I'm really trying to gaslight the
1: situation <laughs> no but no like, I'm kidding really but but like we used to it. ask like his cousins to hang out yeah and do stuff like that
0: I try know, to be close y'all moved here for them like hello let's right. build the
1: relationship like, We don't do that anymore. I don't even know who you are anymore. Because, well, there's only so many times that you're going to ask somebody to do something and be told no or not even get a response. And it's like, okay. And also, I'm not going to come out of this sake of
0: you inviting me three hours before. Like, you think I don't have anything going on in my life? Well, today I do.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So It just pissed me off. Like, I'm like, okay, no, you're going to tell me for I get pissed when they tell me a few days ahead of time, you're going to. And not even directly from them. My mother-in-law is going to tell me four hours before. <laughs> Glad I didn't talk to you a couple days ago. Yeah. God. Literally.
0: I'm, don't be don't be putting me in the middle of this. <laughs> I got your back, though. I got your back. I will no. I will fight somebody. I'll bite him. I
1: bite knew the ankle. about the party days ago. But, yeah. like, you were waiting. You're like, are they going to say But also didn't think that it was going to be a something thing? we were invited to or a thing because of what was told to Robbie. So now I'm like, okay, so it was a thing. We were expected to be there or they just decided like last minute, like Debbie might have asked. Okay. Listen, if I'm hogging up your afternoon, I'm going to be offended if you have to skirt out
0: of here because they invited you last minute. I'm not going. No. I told them. I, I told Debbie. Good. Cause you got 20 minutes to get there and I'm holding you hostage. <laughs> yeah. Relay the message. It takes me Lord. 25 minutes
1: to get home. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about I, your luck. She said your, this was at 127. Who is this? Debbie. Debbie. Won. No, I haven't heard from Lauren. Oh, uh, Debbie said. Debbie says, uh, okay. You're invited to can't remember the dog's name. It's at 5. I love Debbie. I, <laughs> I love her so to I much. Do. It's at 5:30 at so and so's house. I said, have plans, comma can't make it. Right. Period. Tell Biscuit we we are unavailable. Sorry about it. I told Robbie have I was like you lived another year? Robbie, I said if you want to go Robbie's very attached to her dog. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, it's probably going to be her last birthday. So I said, if you want to go, then by all means, I will try and be back so that you can go. He's like, I'm not going without you. And I was like, oh, Robbie, always doing. He always does that shit. But I'm like, love you. I'm like, don't go and like feel bad that you or don't not go and then feel bad that you didn't go. And he was like, no, he was like, I'm pissed, too. Like, it's really irritating. Well, it's rude. but, But the whole family, the family dynamic is that nobody will ever bring shit up with one another. So I said to him, I was like, listen. I said, it's to the point for me where I'm not going to be aggressive about it. Unlike how I just was the last five minutes. (laughs) But I said, I, I really feel like I'm at a point now where I need to craft a nice text message to them and just say like, Hey, I don't want to be harboring this resentment towards everybody, but I, I am, I'm feeling this way. And so is Robbie. Like if there's something that we have done that has made it so that you know, we aren't necessarily wanted at family events. Yeah. Then please don't even bother with a courtesy last minute invite. Please just don't invite us. Or maybe but ask them. Maybe ask first. Who?
0: The family. Like maybe ask if y'all have done something. Right?
1: You just said. Maybe. You were, I would. Okay. Well, but my, my whole thing is they need like at this point, they need to know that like it makes us feel really shitty. Of course. It's hurtful. Get, to feel like an invitation for us is an afterthought to things. Right. Or like you said, the pity imp- one where you We're it's, not important enough to invite ahead of time. Right. Or like the last minute
0: thing where they're like, oh, they probably can't make it anyway. Let me invite them. Like, we've all and done that ex- at some point along the way. Like, don't do that. Why Literally. Not? We've all, we've we've all, all done those. that. But I mean, no, I think you're right and you didn't even ask my for, no give me your ask opinion. for my advice but i'm gonna give it to you anyway what's new but i would ask them like if i i am about like i don't like confrontation for the most part but if it is something like that yeah. i will ask and somebody, i don't want to rock the bow no of course and, that, and that's not what i mean which is why i hope they don't listen to this lauren if you're listening fin- I hope you finishing tuned, my caffeine i hope you tuned out a long time ago Um, but maybe like, I am the type of person that I would want to know if I did something, you know, so as awkward as it may be, I would ask, I would like flat. Cause that is the confrontation that I will be okay with is like, yeah, Hey, if I did something, you know, please let me know because we feel like we're always invited last minute and our schedules don't accommodate last minute stuff. Like we have other stuff going on on my one day off. I have to cram so much stuff in. I would have loved to have been there, but why are we always last? I'm booked and busy. Right. She's a busy bitch. She is basically famous. She is doing everything we can
1: to blow up. Pew, pew. But you like, know? I will, geez. Bend over backwards to be somewhere or make something happen when it comes to like family related stuff. Course. I, well, y'all moved here. Like you said, you yeah. moved
0: to be closer to family, and that's your network here. I mean, outside of mine, you know, you're always invited to something. I know
1: no for real you know I, I do know okay I'll just march my ass right on over here uh, you absolutely can I feel like we listen Spencer lived. this is da- why I need to live
0: closer Spencer damn near lived here during 2020 let me tell y'all something over every day we were the quarantine circle that was it
1: that's because we were only allowed to hang out with each other right
0: we were scared and we karaoke'd every day god it those, didn't help me at all those were good times
1: <laughs> we had a lot of fun tell
0: me i didn't find a shirt that says uh it's a sweatshirt that says ask me about my karaoke
1: song i'm gonna get it i need that i need that too all right basically famous merch Wait, yeah, just, just saying. All we, right, we do we do like to incorporate karaoke in everything. we Listen,
0: do. you better believe if me and Spencer are coming to something, mm-hmm. the karaoke mics are coming out. We do have yeah. portables. Yeah, we I don't, do I don't portables. go
1: anywhere where I don't have the opportunity to have a mic in my hand.
0: Yeah, but the problem <laughs> is, you can sing and I cannot, so it's it's really unfortunate. But it.
1: Uh, but sadly it doesn't stop me <laughs> at all but not always it's not a, it's not just a natural gift mm-hmm. if there's alcohol involved there's a lot of wrong notes hit on my end okay well sober and alcohol involved there's a lot all the wrong notes. oh sober notes too sober I hit wrong notes too Trust whatever
0: me. you can still sing anyway that's neither there
1: anyways anyways so, so anyways I was bitching to Robbie and stewing about that and that's what held me up today so that's because? why I was a little late um well you are
0: forgiven I definitely think maybe I, I think maybe scaling back just a little bit um on the text and just asking I think you should ask
1: it will listen you, you know, should
0: ask you know when I put Make things in writing I, yeah. I'm very diplomatic oh no you're very nice I listen whenever we have any formality like I'm <laughs> this is not going to be surprising to most of you I'm more like, hey, girl, just wanted to check in. Is everything okay? Did you still want to do that biz deal? Because I'm so down. It's literally how I would talk to somebody, yeah. you know, not necessarily with that accent, but I'm. that's how I, I shoot it to somebody. Spencer's more like, hi, to whom it concerns. Uh, I can't even talk like that. No, you, you have a very nice way of of putting things but I would, I would ask that way they have to tell you because you're right. I mean, if yeah. you're, if you're willing to be somewhere and you're going to make it a priority and you've always made it a priority, that is really shitty to feel like you're not getting the invite and you don't know why I would ask, what did I do? Cause it would eat at me. I would literally lose sleep over that. Yeah. God, we need our beauty sleep. We're almost 40. <laughs> I, at least, I hate it here <laughs> my cousin um to a great wife the you that i was like oh my god i'm dying at you with i think it was my cousin i don't know I, i'm pretty sure it was sorry, but we were just like i was dying at you with the almost 40 thing i'm like listen it's a sad scary truth you know what the good thing is it, but listen, it's not
1: my truth it's your truth bitch you are one year younger than me correct i'm sorry correct one whole year younger um, i am mid 30s i do not have to accept that i am Quote, almost 40. No, that doesn't work for me. Okay, whatever. I'm 37, but
0: you are cordial. I'm, I'm telling you in advance. I'm cordially invited to the downward slide. No. So. Oh, well, maybe. Yeah. God, I don't even know what 40 is going to look like. Lord knows. Hope I make it there. Um. But I'm going to Mexico on a girl's trip. I already told Mike. I said, listen, I don't know how I'm going to feel in 40. I might be sad. I might be happy. But that resort we just went to, the all-inclusive, uh-huh. that Lily and I and Haley. like. That's your 40th plans? 1,000%. Count me in. So don't act like I'm not telling you in advance. Uh-
1: I'm hearing it.
0: I'm hearing it. You're, you're invited. All right. Well, I mean, wow. I don't even know what to say, but we have a great show.
1: And guess of what this course. show's about? Mm. It's about that single girl nostalgia. I need to put a disclaimer at the front of this one that mm-hmm. says, um, no, Trigger warning. no, no <laughs> family allowed to listen and no Robbie. Oh. I don't want Robbie listening to this oh, show. Oh, you don't? Why? He would not. It, Robbie's got your back. Bye. No, I mean, listen, you he, don't
0: hurt his feelings. He knew what he married.
1: Of course. But I think. Oh, he knows.
0: He listens every week. If you think for
1: one second you're about to surprise him, newsflash, you're not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. But, you know, I I probably wouldn't. Okay, listen, guys. Wendy and I were talking mm. like a few weeks ago. Okay. And I was like, we reminisce about our days being single. Oh, that. I thought you meant the family thing. I was oh, like, God, what? No. Oh, 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 Okay, I know. yeah, yeah. No. And so while I understand that I'm very happy in my relationship, I love him. It's not him at all. I don't want him to have like, you know, hurt feelings thinking Mm -hmm. that I'm like reminiscing about not having him around. Got
0: it. Of course you love him and nobody would go back. I mean, would they? (laughs) Listen, I don't know. Only I would go back if I could be back where I was. Do you know, does that make sense? Like, I would go yeah. back for a time period, but only to have the same future.
1: Wow. <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> you would go <laughs> back to have things play out exactly as they did? You wouldn't make any changes? Like, I would go back and relive the fun times, specifically, like, my Florida life.
0: Specifically that only, actually. <laughs> See, <laughs> to, like, have my, to have Fisher, to have my, like, to have that the same. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I'd go back and relive it. Because sometimes, you know, I do feel like I was good at taking full advantage and really living in the moment. But at the same time, like, there's definitely stuff that I feel like I was reserved on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's other things that you can do to, like, really maximize your time on Earth.
1: Yeah. Like, if I go back, I had such a, like, I romanticize that time of my life where I was, like, single or, like, not even say like in and out of relationships. Yeah. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. We've never talked about this. Are you, were
0: you always a relationship girl or a single girly? Single, but always.
1: like, like, mm, okay. I kept my relationships very gray. Oh, you would. If y'all know, you know, yeah. Like you, very okay. gray. All Listen, right. Maybe this is unbecoming considering we just spent uh, two hours talking about <laughs> religion and spirituality. <laughs> i miss casual sex okay like i loved casual sex that was fun the okay. thrill of like finding somebody new and not knowing like what to expect and i don't know it was exciting that was like ex- no strings attached like no, no obligations attached, or no obligations just a good time gal okay. out on the town ta- like i i always say like my like rebellious period I didn't rebel and do a bunch of drugs and shit like that right, I was sexually no. promiscuous okay and I also think like but that time of my life was like really complicated in that like I was essentially grieving my mom because mm-hmm. she was, like you were searching for something else oh I was going, self-medicating and yeah. I was 100% doing that with sex and alcohol mm. because I was like just going through so much like trauma in my personal life. And that was just an easy, easy way for me to like get like, I don't know, like an adrenaline rush and like make myself feel good and feel better. Well, it's also, I think, too, like an acceptance thing, right? Like you feel needed, wanted, like
0: whatever in that, in those moments. Right. Um. No, I get that. I feel like in my single girl days or like that, I I was always a relationship person, but like long-term stuff. So like I would have like a two-year relationship, a three-year relationship, two-year. It was always, but then in like the short interim, I never really went crazy in those moments. Mm-hmm. So in retrospect, that caught up with me. So I was in a two and a half year relationship and I moved to Florida, I moved to Orlando first and then I moved to Tampa while I was dating somebody in Tampa. And then when we started talking about getting more serious marriage, I like freaked out, like literally picked out a ring. We lived together. We had just moved in together and I broke up with him that week. Out of the blue. Yeah. You can imagine that really
1: destroyed this person. And I felt horrible for that, like later. But But it's better to do it then than like wait for you to get like in the process of planning a life together. Sure. Yes, absolutely. And then be like, you know what? (laughs) Six months down the road, change my mind. I don't think this is for me after all. Right. But what the problem was
0: unlike what you're saying, like where you were like kind of free all throughout, like in between, I didn't do that. I was like relationship to relationship and it just worked out that way. I don't know why. Maybe I'm wifey material. (laughs) Doubt it. But actually I am a good wife. Um, but it was like, it all just came to a head. And then I was single for the rest of my time in Florida. I mean, outside of one other relationship for like a year and a half, the six years I was single and I
1: loved it. See, and I liked being single too. I, there was, two particular people that I was in and out of a relationship with one of whom like will forever have like a chokehold on my brain because it was such there was no closure to the relationship. It was so volatile, but like, I don't know. I was like, I think I was actually like wanting that. This was the guy that you've told me
0: about before that like
1: would just gaslight the fuck out of mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. that's hard too
1: because I feel like in gray areas like
0: that where you don't have closure or you don't have a reason, I don't care what relationship it is, whether it's a family member, a, a boyfriend or a friendship. If you don't have a reason and why something ended, it is so hard to grasp your mind around why. you. I think you always will think like, did I do something? Did they do something? Was it something that was just like, it fizzled out on its own? There's so many things yeah. that would like, Mess with your head to where it's like, hold on a second. Like, wait, why? Like, I got to have a why. You got
1: to tell me why right now. Yeah, I I need to to know. I need to have a why. I need to know. And so I think because like he was, I almost felt like I was punishing him when we would go out and I would just like drink and party. And like, Mm. I do miss, like I miss those days because of how much fucking fun I had. Yeah. Like to have like... No financial responsibility. Like, I mean, I had financial responsibility, but minimal, not like now. Minimal. Are yeah, you kidding it's me? So different. When I think about my $700 a month, half Z
0: rent payment. Oh my God. Do you know how many times I think about that in a month? Like, I'm like, wow, yeah. that must be nice. Wendy, 21 year old Wendy, $700 a month. And you were, you were barely able to make ends. Get out of here. Literally.
1: When I first moved to New York. Okay. <laughs> and like, granted, I was, Robbie and I were starting to date at this time, but I still so cons- did Robbie live in New York? Yes. Met- okay. Yes. And I still considered myself single, but like I really did move there because he lived there and I was exploring. How long did did how long were y'all dating at that point?
0: When you moved there?
1: We weren't. We weren't dating. I know okay. this sounds crazy. Okay. okay, well
0: hold on. How long did you know him? Like, what's the timeline here? You didn't just move to New York because you met a guy named Robbie at a bar eating burgers for free.
1: No, wait. Okay, I know I've told you the story of how we. I, I'm sure you we met have, girl. You know my brain. Okay, so anything. listen. Long story short, Robbie and I met online. Yes. This was pre dating apps. Okay. This was this like Match.com. No, no, this was oh, aim like aim chat room. How did you even meet? I believe it was a a hot tubs themed chat room. Wait, stop. This is why you don't let children on the internet. <laughs> Not I'm the not the dance. hot tub themed chat room. Be my Get dance. out of here. ASL.
0: <laughs>
1: so I was 16. I had just turned 16. Okay. He had just turned 21. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I told him I was 21. So, anyways, we talked for years yes. online. Um, and he, like he didn't he knew me, but he didn't like really know me. He knew of you because he like he you didn't know. know what I was doing. Right. And like that I had boyfriends and stuff like that. Like it was in
0: different area goods. Mm-hmm. Always. Am still, I allowed to say that? Ludicrous st- did. St- still do. <laughs> what? So, what? No, you don't. You do not. You don't know me. Yes, I do. <laughs> you don't You don't even have time to jump ship to go to a birthday party for a dog. You definitely can't be meeting up with some. <laughs> Literally. I Joe
1: Schmo jugg- in Alabama or well, okay, New York, whatever. I could not. I think about like <laughs> juggling men the way I was back in the day and I'm like, how how did I have the energy or patience to handle all those fucking morons anyways Mm -hmm. I don't
0: know how you did it I could never date multiple people at once so dumb
1: oh it was you yeah oh you did oh all the time you were juggling like always juggling I was juggling see a lot of balls in the air you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) she loves a
0: good pun this girl right here yeah um I could never do that because it used to get on my like first dates get on my nerves hey what do you do you have any brothers you have any sisters? but it was never like, like oh, we didn't yeah. like date date, date. No, we're just doing it you were just casually doing it
1: yeah but we like at that age mm-hmm. like you just party you go to house parties and like you might hang out at people's houses listen but not like, here and there in north carolina we don't oh well <laughs> this was in michigan <laughs> okay but anyways long story short i was in and out of this like really tumultuous relationship and then i finally was like fuck it like i'm i'm over this shit over it and i was like i there's this other person who like he was obviously very into me like a safe bet almost yeah yes
0: a sure thing
1: i knew that he was just a, a good person i just could tell that okay so anyways I had always wanted to move to New York. That was like a thing for me. All my schools that I applied to were you, in New every York. Every girl wants a Carrie Bradshaw moment. Let's and be And it was. I was looking for a Carrie. I yes, got honey. into FITM in the city. I didn't end up going, which was like a huge regret of mine. Huge regret. <laughs> huge regret. Um, anyways, so when I decided, okay, I'm going to move to New York, I found a roommate on roommates.com. Shout out Jacqueline. Uh, oh, I was going to say that's very risque, but okay. Listen. It was a... It worked. I met her. I went out. I drove out for three days so we could meet and hang out and make sure that we, like, got along, whatever. Loved her. I mean, we were, like, instantly, like, best friends. Yeah. And then I moved out a month later. Like, literally packed my Jeep up as full as I could get it and moved out. And as it turned out, and this was not intentional, he lived, like, a block away from me. So anyways so that was, that was a, just that a, was a god wink that was a god wink See? you know they exist <laughs> you asked me earlier i forgot how i what we were saying when i first that I was kind of single and oh that's what we were talking about because you were like i think about your 700 hundred dollar rent oh, yeah, yeah. Jacqueline and i shared a one-bedroom apartment oh I slept in the bedroom on a mattress on the floor and she slept on the couch. Y'all should have got a trundle bed or bunk beds. Like bunk beds as ups when you're single and 21. Like that's so underrated. I would have loved that. Stepbrothers, yes, please. Well, in New York, you can hire people to build temporary walls. It's very common for people to share um, share apartments like this. So companies will come in and build these like faux for walls. the poor people? Yeah, the poor people. <laughs> I would have had one of those too. But so anyways, so we shared this one bedroom apartment and she and I probably, well, let's see. I moved out there. It, it had to have been like beginning of September or October. What year? If you say
0: 2011, I'll die.
1: No, it was earlier than that. 20. Oh. uh No, it was 2009. I think okay. it was either 2008 or 2009. I can't remember. Anyways. So we moved. So we're living in this apartment a month after no, two months. It was actually Thanksgiving Eve. She got laid off from her job. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Literally. So she calls me and she's like, come to the city. I got, she's like, I got laid off. So we were two broke ass hoes. Yeah. Robbie would steal burgers from the bar that he worked at and bring us home. Like That was my burger reference once, earlier, y'all. Yeah. In case you missed it, go back and listen. Once a week. We would split a special burger, but otherwise we were living. We would split a can of tuna on a piece of toast, but we always had money for cigarettes and booze because priorities, baby, You bet your ass. We were still hopping around Manhattan. Yeah. Chugging uh, drinks at bars, even though neither of us had any money, but it was great. We didn't need to eat. We just boozed it up. But I
0: feel like that is like single girl stuff. Like when me, when I've told y'all before, I've told you before, like living in Tampa and then I moved to St. Pete. I didn't have enough money. Me and my friend Samantha would literally alternate weeks paying each other's groceries. I would go to Trader Joe's with $20. You better believe your girl was snatched. We would do that too. Because I was poor. Because I didn't have any other money. I would get them little grilled chicken tenders and I would like grill them up. You know, a little buffalo sauce to shred yeah. them up and some vegetables. I didn't even have a microwave in my apartment. My apartment was a 520 square foot, which I posted on my stories. I don't stories. think Clark's was much bigger. <laughs> so I posted on my stories recently because I was cleaning up my little buffet in there. And it was all of the, oh, look, there's my champagne refiller right there.
1: He's, Somebody's getting laid later. He's
0: grinning. <laughs> he got to give me a foot rub. He knows the rules. He's, he's grinning, y'all. He's got ear to ear.
1: <laughs> he knows.
0: We had to stop it and start it because I got a refill, so I'm just gonna be completely transparent. But uh, we were talking about my apartment in St. Pete, and so me and Samantha would like trade off on buying groceries for the week because we literally didn't have any money. We we're like, dang, we, but we still wanted to go out and like mm-hmm. Booj. Me and Booj did happy hours every Thursday night at this one bar in downtown St. Pete, and so it was like you really had to lay your priorities out. We were single girls. We wanted me and Samantha used to go rollerblading. <laughs> rollerblading she did have a boyfriend who was like rich and lived on bay shore you okay. know so occasionally we would like skirt into his house but for the most part now we just skirt we would like rollerblade and down the street whatever rode my bike but i mean there was no like i could do whatever i wanted and like spencer was here earlier y'all let me tell you something fisher <laughs> now na- i had to really think about this because i gotta be careful what i say Because being a mom is great, you know? Spencer knows. Spencer really made me feel good. I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous. And, like, I have had Fisher for the last couple days. I don't share when Mike's out of town, but Mike was out of town. Like, I don't share it real time because I don't know who is listening to us. If you're a stalker and you're supporting the podcast, thank you. I appreciate you in advance. (laughs) But please don't murder me in my house. Um, But I've had him nonstop since Friday, basically. And... Man, he was like, he woke up early from the nap, whatever. You, y'all, if you're a mom, you know, I don't have to tell you. But anyway, Spencer not being a mom, she gets it. Also because she spends a lot of time here. She also gets it. And also Fisher, like whatever. He woke up from his nap and like sh- literally screaming, crying. I was outside, door closed, and I could hear him right. from his bedroom. Spencer screaming. was having a cigarette. <laughs> and I don't even smoke, and I thought I needed a cigarette. Like it was, he was screaming. So I was like, okay. Great. He's up from his nap early. But I like stood there in silence for a second Spencer's like, it's okay. If you just need to cry, it's it's fine. Well I did. I had to cry. I was like, damn, like he has been so yeah. difficult this I don't know what it is. Like he is at an age right now, four and a half exactly. And he is Mike even said the other day, he is testing. I'm telling you, it got great for like six months, but man, he is testing your just all of it, you know. And I told Spencer I was like, it is a control thing. It's just really hard right now. And so when I knew that we were doing single girl nostalgia, I was like, <laughs> wow. I said, well, this is nice and fresh. This is great. This is great timing. And I would never, ever go back on having a kid and like my life the way it is. It's, it's, I, I love it. And I told Spencer today, totally being a friend to friend and just venting basically. I would, I never would go back on that. And you know, I got pregnant with Fisher two months into me and Mike being married. It wasn't planned. Um, my dad died almost to the day. So it was like it was all in in the the grand scheme of things. It was totally God's timing in my, yeah. you know, my life. I don't I told her when he was he was literally screaming like like exorcist, like screaming. Yeah. It was like a deep, girthy scream, was no, it, it was, not? It was and he scream of a grown man. It was. And and I did tell her, I said, the good thing about Fisher is he won't get out of bed. He laid in there, but just screaming for me and screaming mama. And it's so annoying. You know, you see people like, Oh, mama's the sweetest words you're ever going to hear. Well, damn it. It's also real painful (laughs) sometimes. And she's like, you girl, you can just grab need to cry. But it's like, it was one of those moments. I was like, Oh my gosh. Like I I'm glad it happened the way that it did. Cause I don't know that I ever would have pulled the trigger on having a kid. That's a scary freaking thing. And you know, I talked about it, but it's like in the moments of like not having anything to worry about, like I could literally come home.
1: It's the simplicity of it. And I think that's why, like, when I think back and like romanticize that time in my life, it was because I had so much freedom and very little responsibility. And like, you know, nobody's relying on you for anything. Yeah. Like, before I moved to New York, like, there's a time, a period of my life from like, 2005 till like god 2005 that means you were old enough to live on your own which means you're it's like I mean, my 40. senior year of you're high. you're like school. near 40 like I mean, my senior you need to shut the hell up <laughs> my senior year of high school till like when i was like 22 mm-hmm. like that time of my life i romanticized wait so that was your much. single girl era yeah i was really that is young. so funny well because think about it i've i moved to new york when i was 21 right and really robbie and i started dating kind of right off the bat okay and so yeah i mean i've been with robbie i've been with robbie really since i was 22 okay feeling 22 which is such a long time that is a long time and so it's like i love my our relation he is he is my best—he
0: is so friend. precious, so y'all. He's like our number. He literally is the number one supporter. Like
1: I could, never, although he never
0: DMs me, so I feel like he's not really so my fucking supporter. Rude. He's yours. He does still pay for Patreon. You know what, though? Let me just say this about your um husband. He he's the type he'll text me on my birthday. I'm like, happy birthday. Have the greatest day ever. Like, he's so sweet. Robbie yeah. really
1: is so sweet. He pours a lot into like relationships like he. That's really nice. That's yeah. Like, a, that's a non-traditional guy, though. Yeah. They're not always like that. But He's yeah. He's not one to like forget little things like he just little gestures like that is very much just how he operates. And it's really nice. He doesn't have to be close to I'm pretty sure he like like, tells me to, told me to wish Tammy, like, a happy birthday yesterday. Get like, out of here. Are you kidding me Yeah, right like, now? he's just very thoughtful in that way. So, and <sighs> I cannot, I'm very lucky because he is just he a wonderful is, person. the yin
0: to your yang in the relationship yes, world. I whereas can't, I'm your friend.
1: I can't, if God forbid something were to happen and we weren't to end up together, I just literally can't even imagine him not in my life as a right. best friend. Okay. So, but, so I feel good guilty sometimes when i like think back on these times and i'm like romanticize my life like, before okay him. but hold on it doesn't mean again that oh you, it has nothing to do you with you don't want to
0: replace your current life correct it's i think it's totally normal listen it is, actually no, it is normal. hold on let me tell y'all something i'm in some mom groups uh-huh. And they'd be posting anonymously. Yeah, they are. And then my brain takes it to the next level. And I'm like, okay, what client does this fit in with? Because I do a lot of <laughs> girls in this area in these mom groups. Well, you're a
1: therapist.
0: I am a therapist, And yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's totally normal to think back, especially, and I always tell Spencer, and I think you're great about receptive, like recepting, wait, receiving, being receptive. There we go. Mm-hmm. I had to work it out. Obviously don't need any more champagne. Um, to like me venting to you and you don't feel like I'm trying to I don't want to ever compare apples to oranges. It's a very different life. You know, I don't yeah. I don't get to come home and like binge watch shows because I'm so tired. I've talked so much to clients. Oddly, when Spencer and I were talking about topics this week, I said, That's so crazy. I've had this conversation in my chair. Y'all, I'm not even kidding. Six times in the last week. It's something that moms or as women go through. Where it's like you think about like the simple times, and it's not comparing. I don't ever want you to think I'm discrediting your tiredness to mine. It's just a different type of thing,
1: and well, it's no because like, I mean you can acknowledge when I'm burnt out and yeah. when I'm tired, and like, guess what? You can still be burnt out and tired if you don't have kids. Like, it's Absolutely. yeah. But this is no, a different. But there are there are moms out there who. If somebody without children complains about something, they don't have time mm-hmm. for something, or they're tired. Uh, wow, well, just imagine if you had kids. No, fuck off. Don't discredit like yeah, your tired my to experience. My, you right. know, my yeah. everyone's. Perception is their reality, right? So, like, sure. my hard might not be your hard, sure, but that but doesn't hard. mean that it's not right. That doesn't no. mean it's not still hard for me. And that's exactly. And I don't feel that way with you. You don't do that. No, and
0: I never want you to think I'm comparing to like my life to your life because it's very different. You do work a lot, and you know, for me, like there were times that even after having Fisher, I went back to work at four weeks, and I did six days a week, and then I've cut. You know, you know, my life. Mm-hmm. I've cut down to three days a week, whatever, but I had to work to do that. So I've kind of felt all the things I used to work seven days a week. I miss out on girl nights. I hate that. I did that, but it's like, damn, some days you just want it to be, and this is still current. Like Mike doesn't listen to this. So we, we have no worries guys. (laughs) Don't worry. He's too busy fishing. It's Um, only Spencer's life blowing up after this episode. You know, it's no, we're not going to let Robbie listen. We're going to block him. No, if you're listening, I love you. Robbie knows. No, Robbie knows. Robbie loves you. He freaking knows. Um, And also he's been married to you and been with you for long enough, girl. You ain't hiding shit from him. No, the jig is up. The jig is up. He knows
1: he married a whore. <laughs> they say you can't turn a whore
0: into a housewife, you but. Can't, I think you it can. was more that you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Oh, sorry. The hotel, everybody, <coughs> even the mayor, reach up in the sky, put oh, the hoes on it there. It wasn't
1: with the hard R. <laughs> it's <was> just
0: <laughs> hoe. Listen, ho. Ludicrous hoe Listen. was like it. Like, think about the lyrics. They were it. He had those puns going. He did. He loved it. <sighs> um wow what was there? where was I going with this (laughs) Spencer you really got me mixed up what was I saying through you for a tailspin you were talking about um your how the mom grew oh just being simple
1: sometimes I just want to come
0: home and like Mike and I would be like okay what do you want for dinner
1: I don't know. What do you want? And if I know what I want, every married couple has that same conversation every night
0: for sure. <laughs> but then you throw in the kid aspect, which yeah. Fisher's a great eater. We are very fortunate. He will eat anything. Cause I never made a different meal. But like, if I have a preference, I'm like, Oh, I want Hibachi tonight. I want pizza tonight. I want sushi. Whatever. I always say it recently. I messaged him. I was like, Hey, what do you want for dinner? I gave him like two hours in advance notice. Uh, he's like, I, I DC. Okay. Kewl, K-E-W-L. Like, what is this? So then, like, before I left work, I was like, okay, have you thought about what you want for dinner? Like, I didn't want to have the conversation when I got home. I want to know now, do I need to get something? Are you going to get something? Are you going to leave? Do I need to cook? What is it? So I get home, y'all, and I'm literally like, okay, well, what do you want for dinner? And he's like, I don't know. I'm just I'm just starving. I waited. I'm starving. I'm like, okay, well, what do you want? You should like, have had a fucking snack then. Oh, listen, I am the snack, but whatever. <laughs> he can't have this when he's pissing me off, you know? And so I was like, okay, well, what do you want? And he's like, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to get my truck and go get something. I said, Goodbye. so what are you going to go get? And he's like, I, I don't know. So you're just going to get in your truck and drive to where? <laughs> drive
1: until where? something sparks Literally, interest. I said,
0: so where are you going? I, I don't know. I just get in my truck and drive and see what... It's usually Chipotle vomit. I don't like Chipotle. Sorry. I know. Trigger warning. I don't like Chipotle. I think it's <laughs> shitty food. But I was like, okay. So then I cooked for me and Fisher. And it was literally some um, frozen ass veggies and Fisher was fine with it. Whatever. Who yeah. cares? That's what I miss the most. Well, actually, not the most. I lied. But, like, I just miss, like, the simplicity of, like, dinner. Like, making decisions without anyone else. I would yeah. literally come home and be like, you know what? I actually want a little wine and a toasty pizza. That's what I'm going to have. Oh, it was yes. $2, $2. $2 dinner. We two used to do that. I- We'd
1: buy the dollar Elio's yes, pizzas. Ma'am. And, like, that would be it. There would be some nights where I would just eat some peanut butter out of the jar with some Cheez-Its. Um, have a beer and call it a day literally go to sleep thank you next yeah next day like let's go save who cares no money was spent on food no all money was spent on entertainment mm -hmm. and going out and having fun again the priorities lied elsewhere and i was the same
0: way i was like i don't feel like and also i was bored i was like well i'm gonna go to the gym i pay for a gym membership you damn
1: believe i'm gonna go walk on that treadmill for another 14 miles i used to go to the gym so The gym that I went to was like one of those 24-hour ones where you just had a key card. So I used to go out to the bars. Mm -hmm. I would stay at the bars until they closed. And then... Damn, you would work out after? Yes. Oh, girl. It was like pre-workout. I was like hyped because I was drunk not spencer so, smell like a tositas and vodka over here the pizza and just went I'd on the go, treadmill I go on the elliptical for 45 minutes not and then the go elliptical. home the elliptical yeah that's the full body workout girl you get more bang for your buck listen with these tits even when i was skinny they were huge so Stop yeah, bragging. yeah these these my friend i've never been a runner right <laughs> i don't like running anyway and, Nerd alert.
0: I'm just kidding. It's not just don't like running. Alert. It just hurts my knees. I don't I don't like it. But my friend Samantha worked at the gym that I went to. Now you sound like a 40-year-old. Oh god. Hurts my oh, knees. Oh, dang. Well, even at twenty I didn't like it. Yeah, no. But Samantha worked at the gym, so I joined the gym because she worked there and we would like fake she would like need cold calls. Well, I was in sales and she needed cold calls, so I would give her my clients to give her the numbers. Goodbye. Yep. I'm gonna make her listen to this by the way. She don't <laughs> she don't be listening to these episodes. Yeah, I just called you out, girl. Um, but we would literally like, I would be bored. So I was like, I guess I'm gonna go to the gym. So I'd go hang out with her for a little bit and then go hit the weights. And then I'd come back later that night. Booge would work out with me. I'd go to the elliptical for 30 minutes. I was just bored. And I lived like literally two minutes from the gym and near Trader Joe's. So it was like gym, oh, Trader Joe's home. Bam. I did tell Spencer I used to hit the um, CVS and I would get that Giordano's pizza. And we, I
1: made such good friends with the girl at the front desk. We are okay. friends on Facebook still to this day. Is- <laughs> Friendships made with the people that you came across in these like right. single days. When you're going nobody, out. like they
0: don't care who you are. You just friends with them. But I don't know. So
1: many of like the long term like friends that I have, I met doing like random shit. I mm-hmm. we used to call it, this is like so cringeworthy, but oh, we used God. to refer Give to ourselves to as bar stars. Oh, I okay. love that. Okay, great. Well. That get, you, was, get you some get that on
0: some merch I should have put it on
1: a fucking business card because I we Truly. called ourselves bar stars and I mean I knew every bouncer every bartender didn't matter what bar or club we were going to I knew them all I knew them all and I knew the right times to go to win and we'd bar hop and everybody knew me and I fucking loved <laughs> that like never met a spotlight I didn't like hell no ever. I was like still to this day like So people, my friends from college would come into town and I'd be like, let's go. And we would, we never saw a cover charge, a line, nothing. And I loved that. And I missed that a little bit, but like the bathroom attendants, best friends. Oh my God. Hey girl. Bathroom (laughs) attendants. Goodbye. You go ahead and give them a five on the front
0: forefront of this. They'll hold your hair later. (laughs) Girl. Ah. Listen. Oh my God. I no. Not for this. (laughs) No, for sure. Okay. So what do you miss the most? Like top three things about being single, being the single girly. Top three. Okay. Ooh, damn. Besides being a whore. There's a whore
1: in this house. (laughs) Um, There's some holes in the Wasn't there a song about that? Okay. I miss, I miss like feeling, I don't know. There was like a, I was much more confident Mm. when I was younger, and so I also think that, like, when I think about my single girl days, like, I'm romanticizing that part of myself also. Okay, isn't it hard watching yourself get older? Very hard. Man, I
0: just talked to a client about this,
1: and I almost cried in the chair. Yeah, it's... I mean, I wasn't in the chair. She was in the chair. But, like, seeing yourself get older... No, it's really... It's weird. ...hard, and so... (sighs) And, like, God. I have health issues now that, like, I probably had then, but they're just exacerbated now because they went we diagnosed. We and, drank like, I did care. Yeah. So I think, like, um, that kind of, like, I miss having that confidence of that person. Yeah. Like, there, I could have pulled any dude I wanted to at any time, and I knew that, and mm-hmm. I did, and I didn't care. Like, that, I, like, miss that level of confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss having, like, just the time to put into relationships, whether they were like casual friendships that are just people I saw out that like I knew them. They knew me like we had our routine. Like I miss that. Like this sounds so it sounds like I have a drinking problem or that I did. Not at all. But I didn't. This was it, But it was like a community of us mm-hmm. that like regularly went out and socialized yeah. every single night. So I miss like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's top three, though. That's kind of hard. I'm going to need to think about it for a sec. Okay. What was, what would be yours? Do you know your answers?
0: Um, I love that I asked the question and I didn't prepare an answer. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) But I mean like off the cusp. Yes. I miss like the leniency in life, like just being able. And this is what I was talking to my client about is like, I forget how it came up, but it was like off the cusp stuff. Like if a friend was like, Hey girl, we're going to happy hour tonight. Yes. Like that kind being of thing able to be
1: impulsive. Like yeah. now, like if you don't make concrete plans with me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I ain't showing up. Same. I ain't going. Okay. Okay. So totally agree. That being
0: said, like taking it a step further, like being a mom, I can't do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I don't even have that option and like I said, it's never comparing lives or whatever, but it's like I literally can't do that. Like I have to make sure there's a, a safety net or mic's home or whatever. And it's like I used to do that all the time. Living in Florida, like, you never knew. Like, we would just plan stuff right then. Like, hey, girl, do you want to go get this? Do you want to go get drinks, dinner, whatever? And you could do it. Now it's like. And you could go out at, like, 11
1: o'clock at night.
0: Like and you had energy to do it. Like, right. Like, hello. And didn't even need to pr- a pre-workout or like whatever. Like, didn't even need it. Thank you, though. No, thank you. Save yeah. your code. Actually, you can use our code. Uh, swiping up still. We're working on it. But <laughs> <laughs> they did come up with a new uh, flavor, Seaberry. But no, I mean, just being able to do that, like I was telling her, I was like, God, it's, it's so foreign to me at this point in my life where it's like, what does that even feel like? I don't know. And even when I opened my business um, like six or seven years ago, whatever, I missed out on so many girls nights. And I have told some of my girlfriends, like, I do regret that. Like, I didn't go do stuff with them because I was literally in my salon obviously to set myself up for this point in my life where I didn't have to work so much, but like saving and and doing all the things spending, not saving, but whatever. Yeah. But, but if like you hadn't that,
1: missed out on those things, then, then you might not have the opportunity to have the life like the and recession. the schedule that you have now. Oh no, I wouldn't have. There's so no way like I would catch have 22, right? Cause well, you, exactly.
0: And yeah. I wouldn't have been able to do that. Like I poured my heart and soul into the business and missed out on so many things to do that. But at the same time, like looking back, it's like, Of course, it's catch 22. You don't know. I mean, if I would have done this, could I have done that? I don't know. Who knows? Um, But definitely like the flexibility of stuff and like the impulsiveness, like you said.
1: And I think also having everybody like that. And I, okay, this is going to sound so terrible because, of course, like when my friends are like, oh, we're pregnant. Like, of course, I'm happy for them. Like you, you obviously want it. We're at an age now where that shit doesn't really happen on accident. (laughs) Right. It's not like, oh, girl, you're pregnant. So like. Uh, Of course, I'm happy with people, but I also feel like this little piece of me mourns because that's one less person in my life that could just, I could call up or text and be like, hey, you want to go get dinner tonight? Okay, bitch, but don't. Okay, hold on. She's feeling a little attacked.
0: Oh, you? You and me. Why? Because. Right. No, no, no. no. Okay, wait. Bouge is going to listen to this. Bouge will know. Bouge and I were talking about this not too long ago. I feel like I'm a down ass
1: friend. You are. You are out of anybody I know that has children. Your girl's going to go. She's going to make a way. Yes. She will make a way every single time. But you are the exception. To my mom. I'm the anomaly. To my mom friends. I'm the exception to the rule. Because let me tell yeah. you something. But you prioritize yourself.
0: And you and I. You which have, is important. Right. You have talked me off that ledge before. Because people will rip your ass. Just so about, dumb. Right. People will rip your ass for having a life outside of your child. And I never want to be just a mama. Right. Fisher's mama. You I are, don't want to be that person. You like, are I'm a Wendy, person
1: who is also a mom. You're not. A mom first. No. You are your own person. Right. With a child. Exactly. I have a kid, but you better believe, like I said,
0: I'm a down ass friend. I'm going to go to girls night. I do make a priority. And very,
1: very rarely do I get someone judging me, but occasionally I'll get that message. Sure. But I also think the people that are judging are probably the people... Because you're also very lucky. You've got a network of people that you can lean on. You're right. For Fisher. And sure. not everybody has that. I know. So I think that the people that, not all of them, some of them are just fucking hateful trolls. Yeah. Go back to your bridge. Yeah. But- some of them probably are just jealous that they don't don't have have the option to do that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, we're very lucky. Mike and I are both from this area and always knew in Florida when I had kids, I would want to be back home. Like that was just something that I wanted to do because I think it is so important. If you have children, being near family is a game changer. Of course you can do it outside of your hometown, but it makes it a real easy when you've got grandparents and great grandparents and aunts and uncles and all the things. But I do always, I talked about it last week. I am rejuvenated during a girl's night. Like I love girl time. I don't know. I, don't, I can't even put that into words. I love girl time. And I think that also ties back into like the single girl, like era for me. It
1: probably, yeah. It's I like a little bit that. of nostalgia
0: having yeah. like time with just my girlfriend. Yeah. Just women, and being me. no men. Right. Yeah. And like when i talk to my closest friends and they know who i am and they're like god you're you're the same like i never want someone to watch my instagram versus me like i am who i am like i am crazy i'm wild i'm i i think i'm fun i'm Like lively, I don't know the right words. This is weird, but I like to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like to have a good time and I'm never going to turn on a girl's night if I can't. I'm always going to be there for a friend. Like I will maneuver, bend over backwards, whatever I need to do, even with a kid, because we are very, very fortunate that we have so many people that live here that I can uh, pawn my kid off to. (laughs) No, but have my kid go to, or like Mike can be here or I can, you know, whatever, but it's like, I, that's how I'm fulfilled is like feeling those. And like you said, maybe it is the nostalgia of that. And like connecting with my girlfriends. I need that. I 1000% need that as a mother. Like I got to yeah. feel fulfilled and be able to go out with my girlfriends. And of course you have people that come at you and like, you're always doing stuff here. Mike and I are going on a cruise in a couple weeks and we're not, we are the only couple not taking Fisher. Like, everyone else is bringing their kids. And some of my closest friends aren't going on this cruise, which is a bummer looking at you, Stacy and Marissa. I hope you listen. I know you all listen. And Jen. There's multiple friends. You know, whatever. But, I mean, it's one of those things that, like, we just want to have a good time with our friends and, like, each other. And we upgraded to a balcony room. We want to be able to, like, hang out and have fun without worrying about him. And, like, Fisher's really wild. I know everyone's kids, like, oh, yeah, I'm so wild. Fisher's wild. Y'all, we would not sleep a wink. Like, a balcony in the room, Fisher would be like, let me go hang out on the side of it. Let me see what this does. How far is the drop? Like, no. Yeah. But, like, I get rejuvenated. Or, like, today when you and I just, like, we're sitting and talking, I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally... I Ain't gonna lie, 10 minutes ago, I was like, This bitch ain't leaving tonight. Like, I'm about to give her that last uh, true or um, white claw. There's a white claw in my refrigerator, and I'm I was like, Get her drunk. No, no, I no, no, but I was like, 10 minutes ago, I was like, She's gonna have that white claw and sit here and talk to me for a little bit. Like, yeah, if we, she think- we can hang. I was like, If she thinks she's about to leave, she's not like, I love that, and I think during COVID, like, you. Partially, we're almost saving grace. Like, I didn't do anything. I was stuck here. Like, my Wait, salons were closed. Hold on. What? We have to
1: talk about how our like COVID hangout started. Oh. Okay. My gosh. So she texted Robbie. Oh, I did? Yes. Because you had him bring you wine because you guys were already <gasps> drunk. We spilled it on the couch. So, yes. Yeah. And you guys were already drinking. Okay. And so you texted Robbie and you were like, hey can you bring us wine from wherever mike and i had spilled an entire (laughs) bottle of wine on our couch (laughs) wait so he had just picked me up from work, and i was like grumpy i was tired and he was like i gotta bring this wine to wendy and i was like the fuck okay listen anyway $60 bottle of wine bring it to me bitch yeah so (laughs) he so we come to her house and i'm like he co- he's like are you coming in? I was like, yeah, I guess I'll come in and say hi, whatever. Like I'm not going to kind of do remember the I'm time not going to be like an it. asshole and just stay in the car not come into Wendy's house whatever, right. N- not, not to be weird.
0: No, but it was weird at the time. Like this was covid was y'all. Like when we thought we were going to
1: thick. We thought COVID. we were going to get it and die. Let's be honest. Yeah, this was okay. like the th- the thick of covid. Yes. So I was like, yeah, I guess I'll come in. So I come in and it's like the, like this circle of shame because they have two of their neighbors over <laughs> and everybody's just like quiet, sitting on the floor. And it's yeah. like, Wait, I, remember I was this. like, oh, so we're partying. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say all this. Wait,
0: I forgot. And we ended about up that. staying the whole night. Did, yeah. We walked down to her karaoke, neighbor's house and right? started karaoke. Yes. Yeah. But, oh my God. That's how it started. But that said, okay. I totally forgot about that.
1: But that set the stage. So like you guys were hanging out in secret and then we walked in and busted you guys. It was like just quiet. No. It was so funny. But the thing was, was like,
0: I just wanted friends. Like I need, I need people crawling out of your skin. Oh, I would literally send Spencer voice memos, like voice texts or whatever. And I would be like crying, like literally yeah. I'm like oh my god I don't know what to do today could not take the isolation no Fisher was one he wasn't talking he was barely walking like it was a really weird it's so crazy to think that he was that
1: little at someone that point. messaged
0: me the other day and goes oh my god I've been following you since he just turned two I can't believe how big he is and I was like I'm sorry I'm gonna go cry now mm-hmm. like it's crazy because we've had our account he yeah. just turned one when we started our podcast just turn one. I'm sorry. I've grown into be a great mama. But no, when we started hanging out, like that's all we did. Like Spencer would come over, I feel like every day for a while. You came over. It was a every lot. Every day, I feel like. It was a lot. And we did karaoke every day. So I wonder we had vocal cords at that point. Although you had vocal training, which was
1: bullshit, Wait, but whatever. Karaoke, like for the neighbors. When I tell you this, loud, loud, oh, no, and y'all And outside. And at the pond, so it it ricocheted We'd start a fire in the (laughs) the fire pit, and then we would just sing karaoke and dance around, and, like, the men would just sit around on their phones. No, we would... I mean, they could not have been bothered. Right, and then I remember one
0: time, we started singing Strawberry Wine. I would never... I actually... This is a core memory. Mike was sitting in the one chair, and I sat in his lap. You were sitting to the right of me, and we sang Strawberry Wine, and when I tell you, (laughs) I thought I was Weena Carter.
1: (laughs) You couldn't tell me Sorry. that I was not in Nashville at the Grand Ole Opry for my no. debut. Like, if there is one thing that is for sure, it's that if Wendy and I get a mic in our hands, performance, we are singing "Strawberry Wine." Doesn't matter where we are. We did it at MB's birthday party. Remember, I brought those. Uh, yeah, I had travel a mic in and you had a mic in Yep, yep, yep. Uh huh. And yeah. we we sang it for all of Luke's friends. Wait, did we? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs>
0: I also remember getting out my gun out of my car and showing everybody my Tiffany blue Glock. Goodbye. Do you remember this?
1: No, I don't remember. I do. That. Okay, but- I do remember making Luke's friends sit down around the fire <laughs> while we sang strawberry
0: wine. For did we them, sing though? this at
1: our Christmas party? Of course we did. Okay, yeah. I was
0: already really disappointed. I I, don't know. I definitely closed that place down. Listen, we're still doing. We might have rebranded, but that Christmas party is still about to be lit. That
1: Christmas every party was year because we
0: did we did the damn most.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Wow. Oh my God. This was been, this has been such a great little trip down
1: memory lane. I think Spencer
0: really, I, I'm not even kidding y'all. I feel very fulfilled today, hanging the day with Spencer, hanging the day, hanging out for the day with Spencer. I feel the same. Like it's been a really fulfilling day. I mean, Spencer and I had great three hour conversation offline. A great two-hour episode.
1: <laughs> I know we have literally, like, full disclosure, have start and stop this fucking thing so many times, but here we are. Here we are. Do we have
0: a basically famous moment, or are we just not gonna? Hold oh up no, we sure deal? do
1: have a basically famous oh, moment. Shit. I'm trying to find it. Oh, see, I don't even know. This it's is... from it's from somebody who's been with us since the beginning. For How did lo- she send that? Lo- She's been it? a feel, long time. I'm listener. offended if she didn't send it to me too. No, she did it. Uh, she, I think she texted into the hotline. Okay, hold on, y'all. I'm gonna find this. Okay, I got it. All right. All right. So this week's basically famous moment. Uh, she needs some advice. Ooh, and feeling, also feeling advicey. Um, she. You should follow her on TikTok. Her handle oh. is um Tay M moon. Oh my god, we love Taylor so, Moon. Okay, so she says, "Love y'all." First off. Mm, at, love her <laughs> Uh, she, at TAM Moon here. You can keep me anonymous if you want. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Secondly, not sure if this is a question for the show, but wondering on what your advice is for figuring out a career that you thrive in and how to transition into that. For a little backstory, I worked in management for a luxury retailer and did social media for them and loved it, but hated my retail schedule. I now do social media for a manufacturer and hate it especially since my director left and I am now the only one in the marketing department and have been for almost a year I want to transition back into fashion social media maybe even event planning but not sure how to stand out amongst 200 plus applicants for remote positions or to find something full-time around here the closest major city for me is an hour away and not the travel I'm willing to do on a daily basis for a job any help or advice for your girl in her mid-20s appreciate it and much love That is really difficult. And I have also struggled with changing career paths. You have, you started in hair, you left, you came came back to do hair and there is no right answer or easy answer for how to stand out. I think that you have to put in the work in terms of networking. And I fucking hate networking. I am not a chit chat kind of bitch. I don't like small talk. But it's, I really do feel like getting a job in a corporate type environment these days, it is all about who you know. And so many companies, especially here in Raleigh, so many companies are, you have to be referred by someone who's already an employee. They'll send you like a referral link and you have to apply through that and send in your resume. Otherwise, it's like they don't even look at people because there's so many applicants vying for these jobs. So My suggestion would be if you have a ballpark idea of what you're looking for, I would start networking, find networking events in that like area. And I would also work with a career coach um, who can kind of help fine tune your skills and help you find like which avenue you might be the most qualified for right now. Yeah. And get with headhunters. So this is the thing. I have a totally different approach. Okay. (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs) There we go. So I did hair when I lived in North Carolina and then I literally within two weeks picked up and moved to Florida and I, at the time was with NASCAR and then I moved there with $10,000 and said, okay, when this is up, I'll figure it out. And I did. I hated Orlando. I was like, I'm homesick, whatever. Moved to Tampa. Y'all, your girl worked in technology. (laughs) Do you think I know anything about technology? <laughs> no. And to make matters worse, I was in staffing. So I had to like staff people for jobs. Wait, that's what you were doing? First. Oh, First. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so here I am talking to some QA developers, some .NET developers. Yeah. I know. You're You're like, what? I hear you. What? Yeah. Mm, <laughs> your girl. Yeah shocking. So then I transformed, trans transitioned, I guess not transformed. I transitioned into sales and I did technology sales, but still selling like job. That's how and I met actually. Mm -hmm. So she was my recruiter and I was selling, you know, blah, 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 job orders, boring ass shit. I like to call it BAS, boring ass shit. And then I was in technology sales from there. Anyway, kept getting recruited out of companies and doing that. Let me tell you something. My heart wasn't in it. And I literally woke up every day. I was, I just told this story two days ago to a client because her husband's a recruiter. And then I felt bad because I was like, ooh, recruiting sucks. But, um, literally I woke up every day feeling like sick cause I was like, this sucks. Like there's got to be more to life than this, but the money was good and I couldn't afford to like, you can't afford as a hair stylist so to like start over again. Yeah, You know, that's why I was in CVS buying DiGiorno pizzas, you know, splitting it with Samantha. <laughs> so, um, but I was like, God, there's gotta be more to life than this. This is crazy. And really my passion was hair. I've talked to you about it mm-hmm. privately. Like my, what I know that I'm good at is hair and I'm so fulfilled Spencer and I've had this conversation offline before because it's like even with how great our podcast is and influencing and um like Instagram I guess whatever money comes in I don't think I would ever not be a hairstylist and I've told you like I am fulfilled by doing hair because that is the one thing that I know that I'm so confident in doing and no one's going to be able to like take that away from me and I feel like with your job whatever that is you have to find what you are like fulfilled by and mm-hmm. that might not be what you went to college for i don't have a college degree but i got that one job that i was saying i got recruited out of the first company from i didn't have a college degree that that was one of the prerequisites for getting a job there they were they happened to be on the beach and they were dating and they didn't want people to know they were dating. So I had like an end with that, you know. So I was like, oh, i no, you're dating. But um, I remember saying, listen, I see in the HR email that it says, like, I have to have a college degree. I don't have that. And I remember my um, district manager being like, oh, crap, we got to figure that out. Mm-hmm. So you're right. It is who you know. But at the same time, like, you had to figure out what, what makes you tick. Because even when I was dabbling in other stuff to, like, figure it out, I will never forget waking up every day feeling so empty with that. And like my passion being hair and like craving that. Like that is a hard thing for her. Like I know how that feels firsthand. Oh, it's
1: a terrible feeling to know that you're stuck. You're stuck. the perfect word for it. You're stuck. And I think like if you know, you know, she's saying she has like certain avenues that she knows really interests her. Yeah. But that's why I was saying like a career coach could help give her a little more focus based on like what she what she likes and what her strengths are. Yeah. Also, so something really interesting and actually I added it to like our uh topic dump list uh-huh. for ideas for the show. So a long time ago, we had Christina Pearlson on. She was, um, her handle used to be can't get a text back. Oh yeah. I was like, wait, was so I she there? was a dating coach. Yes. So she has shifted her business yes, and she that. does human design now. And I've been thinking about doing it with her cause I oh. find it really fascinating, but she was fascinating on our original y'all. Total. But she, when you think yeah. you, when you think, you know, you know something, she was like,
0: I was like, "What is she saying?"
1: She's so smart, man. Smart, and she's good at what she does. And mm-hmm. so she is a human design life coach now. She's really shifted away from like the dating thing, and focused this. And it's very uh, her clients are very career oriented. She might be a great avenue because that human design thing is really, really fascinating. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, that's another thought too. No, that's that's really
0: good. And I mean, I know that I. Probably didn't even answer her question at all. (laughs) But, but no, but really like doing something that you you, told
1: her to follow her passion.
0: You have to, because like I said, I did both. Like I chase like the technology realm was like the easier money aspect for me, but like my heart kept like craving like the art, the, the hair, like that's the side of brain that really fulfills me. It's not like the paper pushing and like the numbers and like all of that. And I remember even though I made really good money closing deals it was like you were only
1: as good as your last month and that really sucked I didn't like feeling that way I hate that I, I hated used to that. work in sales where yeah. it was eat what you kill we were commission only and some months I would make nine yeah. grand and some months I would make zero and that was exactly I remember <laughs> my,
0: yeah my boss texted me on Christmas Eve I'm like hey cool we closed that Microsoft deal it's 13 grand like that was my commission cool but like that didn't do it for me I was like great I'm glad and it was like three months of work that finally was culminated into something. Yeah. But even then I didn't feel fulfilled. Y'all I'm not even kidding. An hour and a half, $200 hair appointment. (laughs) If I slay your highlights, goodbye. You can't tell me shit. (laughs) I did the damn most. It's, it's finding that passion. And even if it doesn't, and I know everyone's not in a position to like, just do their passion over the money aspect of it. Like Let's be honest. We were talking about that earlier, you and I, and it's like, we know that that's not for everybody. Not everyone can afford to do that. Sometimes, sadly, you have to do what creates the most revenue for your family versus doing what you're passionate about. We're very fortunate to be able to do the podcast and Mm -hmm. do all this stuff. But at the same time, when I tell y'all, I woke up every day, like hating life. Your girl ain't meant for corporate like at all no no okay
1: so if you so then do you have advice for her as to how she can stand out amongst other people oh. vying for the same types of jobs do i have advice to answer the
0: extra question yeah <laughs> to stand out to other what like she, <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh, she's really sad for me
1: no she's she wants to know, like, OK, one, how can she, like, find these jobs? But, like, how can she stand out amongst other people that are looking for the same jobs? Because let's be honest, ever since COVID, everybody and their cousin thinks that they can get a cushy stay-at-home right. work well, from home job. And that's just not the reality of it. But so you have people now that you've got 400, 500 people applying for the same job that maybe yeah. four no, years ago, only a hundred people would apply exactly. for. And I do agree
0: with you. It is about who you know, because sadly, like I said yeah. earlier, I didn't have a college degree. It was the fact that I met these people on the beach at a beach bar mm-hmm. that got me the interview that I was able to get through the interview. And he, it was me and my friend that interviewed for yeah. it. I got chosen. Well, I was like,
1: shit, she had a college degree. I didn't. I was like, I don't have a college degree. Any great work opportunity I've ever had it was because I knew somebody it's,
0: it's all about uh, who sadly you know.
1: and it's like as much as I hated yeah networking that was that was it I mean it
0: it was but it's hard because like how do you do that if you don't know anybody I don't freaking no damn that's not what you're asking hold on um let me let me think of an answer well we'll
1: dm you with more no, advice <laughs> i mean but really like damn that I sucks know. girl like what just know you're not alone you're I not alone i don't think alone. there's i don't think you will talk to any any person who has worked <laughs> some people don't gotta work no, I don't but mean. i don't think you'll talk to anybody who's career oriented who hasn't felt or experienced what you're feeling now. And like on the positive side, you are in your mid twenties and it might not feel like you're young, but you are, but you are young. And so your, your whole career is ahead of you. Now is the time to like, do anything you can to get your hands into different areas and find out what it is that you really like. Well, that's might, what I was going to say. Depending on what your avenue is,
0: you really should. We know her very well, this girl that wrote in. You should DM us because if, it depends on what it is. If it's a creative space, there's ways that you can be creative in getting your 100%. videos or your, um, what do we call our one cheaters? Mm, you know what I'm talking about, our marketing material. What do we call that, bitch? What do we call it? You don't know either? What? Um, or one, one pager.
1: <laughs> wow. Like depending on what it is. If it's Hey, if these two bumbling idiots can do it, anybody can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey,
0: anyone can make a podcast, you know? um, No, it depends on what it is. Like if it is something like creative or marketing, you can do our a brand kit. One- yeah, brand kit too yes media there's, kit media oh, kit. it's our media kit that's what? what it is oh wow
1: it just took us a little while hey to get i'm there. glad you
0: asked us there Tay Moon. <laughs> but no there's ways of, of doing it depending on what the industry is so if, there, if it's yeah. like a creative side you can do that if it's a marketing whatever so dm and us. she has a little bit of a social media presence leverage totally. that shit hell yeah girl tag them up tag them up in your post you post a cute selfie be like hey you want me on your sales team because i'm the it well, I don't know. And that's that. And that's that. And that's on God. Wow. That was, that was. I don't even know how many um. I hope minutes she got this was so because every God. single, um. listen, every little uh, segment that we've done has been like 13 minutes, 18 minutes, 26 minutes yeah. because we've been interrupted.
1: But you know, this was a great episode. I mean, I think so. I really enjoyed memory lane. Um, I Same. think the champagne is hit for Wendy. Yeah. And Spencer so about to have a white claw and hang out
0: for a little bit because <laughs> we owe y'all some videos. Oh, and uh, Patreon. If you're a Patreon subscriber, thank you for uh, voting on our artwork. They picked our uh, new cover. They did, even though it was the one that we didn't. Y'all, want. Y'all, <laughs> we were stressing. We were like, "Oh my
1: god, are they really gonna pick
0: the one that we did not want?" But you know what? Well, we I stood by that,
1: and I shouldn't say we didn't want it. We did. Well, it was a final two. Y'all, we're gonna I'm, we're gonna have to post all the covers that we made. It's very funny. it Mm, took took not all of them not my lower far quad chin oh my god don't don't do that but
0: we appreciate that and (laughs) we have some special things coming to y'all for patreon like the vlog that we did with our whole um the whole process of their rebrand because it was a wild ride it was
1: all All right right. bye Bye. guys get out of my head uh, i'm in your head bitch it's time (laughs) i gotta find. bye (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Basically Famous available on YouTube and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate us five stars and leave us some words of affirmation. And don't forget to call or text the hotline at 919-867-6776 for your chance to be basically famous. XOXO.